You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking, a podcast to help inspire others to stand in their purpose. If you're joining us for the first time, hello and welcome. We are a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to share our passion and journey with others. We most recently finished a documentary film titled Inwood Drive that shares a message of hope in the fight for the unborn in our nation. You want to say hello? Hello. Hello. There's my husband. <laughs> the other <laughs> half is here. business partner. That's right. <laughs> so last year on Friday, September 13th, 2019, the nation awoke to a horrifying discovery of over 2,000 medically preserved fetal remains found in the garage of one of our nation's most prolific abortionists, Ulrich George Klepfer. And then weeks later, another 165 baby remains were discovered in the trunk of one of his dilapidated cars. So we have spent time talking about George Mm -hmm. and um, sort of some of his psychology because he was a hoarder and Mm -hmm. hoarded these babies. But as a shock nation cried out for answers during this time, we happen to be the only ones who had ever bothered interviewing this man about his practice. And we allow him to speak for himself in our documentary film and would drive. He probably has more dialogue in the film than anybody Mm -hmm. uh, outside of like Kathy Humberger. Yeah. So having worked on Inwood drive for nearly two years, there was a big lesson that I know I took away and learned um, throughout this process you must get involved if you want to affect change. You know, as the saying goes, don't complain about the results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. And I think, wouldn't you agree? I mean, there's a lot of things that we've learned along this journey, but certainly getting involved was one of them. Yeah. And I say all the time, I talk about how much I hate politics. Um, As most of us do. Most of us do. But I, I think... To clarify that it's not that it's not that we're disengaged from the from the political uh, the political debate, right? Um, I spent a lot of my life. I know when we first met you, you were kind of you're pretty much disengaged from the whole process as well. And we've both learned, I think, together the importance of of, uh, getting involved. And like you said, especially working on Enwood drive, the, the, the importance of voting pro-life and voting for pro-life candidates at a local level, local mm-hmm. and state level yep. is Can really do so much more is I really mean, where so much change happens. And you see that throughout Enwood drive and yeah. you understand why it's so important to vote. Yeah. I mean, what is the thing that we're always frustrated about when we're talking about um, you know, federal politics is that they're so far anything. away. We can't do anything. Yeah. They're not listening to us. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you, you feel like you're talking to dead space, talking to a wall. Mm-hmm. And at the local level though, it's, it's not just the life issue. It's all kinds of issues mm-hmm. where you can really go and you can meet with these people. You can, you can get to know the kind of person that they are. Um, and you can form rational judgments, not mm-hmm. just based on their sound bites on Fox News. Right. And it's so important. So one of the things that was uh, of interest to us <laughs> this just this past week was 
going to uh, the uh, Republican state convention, if you will. It was all virtual, Mm -hmm. but in our county, Allen County was the only county in the entire state to actually have a, an in-person, uh, caucus. Right. So, so we attended the only in-person state caucus, uh, as delegates for our state. And do you remember how many delegates there are in Indiana? In the whole state? Yeah. In our state? I don't remember. I don't, it's just a couple hundred, Mm, right? Or is it a thousand? It's, it's closer to a thousand, I think, because Allen County has, um, Several hundred, I think. Yeah, you guys, I gotta, I'll, 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 I will freely admit, I have, <laughs> this I is have a little new. more, little more information than I did when I first <laughs> became a delegate. But when you understand where things start to happen, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in and and stand up for the people who are really doing a great job and affecting change, yeah. um, because Indiana is a a leader, especially in the pro life movement. Yeah. This is how new we are at this. We're just we're just yeah. not well versed in this. But you have to start by starting. Right. I mean, you can't just sit on the sidelines and complain about things. I mean, you really have to go out there, begin to understand. So this is a learning process for us as well. Right. So it was a strange thing because it's not something that either of us really ever sought out. I mean, right. I've said over and over again, I have no interest in running for public office. It's just, I, I know I'm standing in my purpose. I know what my purpose is here mm-hmm. and it's to make movies. Right. And, uh, tell the stories that tell, need to be told that stories. people are too afraid to tell. Yeah. So I don't have any political aspirations, but, um, but I think because of the nature of how, what a broad spectrum of people we enter, we interface with mm-hmm. all the time, whether it's, doing a film like Inwood Drive or doing corporate work. And we're, we're interviewing people from one end of the spectrum to the other. I mean, CEOs of banks mm-hmm. all the way down to people who have been drug addicts and homeless. Yeah. And, um, and you see that you see people for who they are mm-hmm. and, and, uh, that people are all the same. It's, uh, there are circumstances that are different and, uh, you know, life, life experiences, uh, experiences that, are different. that are different. And, you know, some, some have had more opportunities than others and some have learned to make their opportunities. And, mm-hmm. uh, but in, in the end, all people are people mm-hmm. and the Lord loves all, all people the same. And he calls on us to love them the same. And that's one of the fascinating things about, about what we do. We, we deal with so many different people. Mm-hmm. And so I think seeing the, in, in, in the, so what were your, just your initial thoughts? Uh, what was it? What would you, what did you think of going and being at that event and being a delegate? Uh, being a delegate. Uh, well, I think it's really interesting to, to um, be able to witness democracy work, mm-hmm. um, you know, front row seat. Because I'd never been to a caucus. I had no idea what the, the convention was or what it is or Me what too. anybody did. So just sort of, you know, doing a little more research and learning how all of these things um, work and play a part in our everyday lives. Because... Things that happen um, with those people who are who are elected begin to have an effect on our daily lives, and so just kind of figuring out 
the at the local level um how things work is really really intriguing to me mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i i want to know like yeah. i, I want to know who's making these decisions on behalf of the rest of us and and really where they stand and making sure that those people either stay in office or get elected to office because like i said before elections have consequences we've seen things go terribly wrong in the wrong direction with the wrong person elected to whatever office they may be holding. Yeah. And this was a direct result of our doing Inwood Drive. Yep. Um, we have a unique perspective on the candidates for attorney general yep. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is a profoundly important position in the state. Oh, absolutely. And our perspective on the current attorney general, who we were there to support for re-election, Curtis Hill, is, I think, quite unique because we we got involved we our paths intersected with his because of what happened with Klopfer yeah and we were in the middle of the film and so we we uh in fact we're in his report that they that they <laughs> <Yeah>. wrote <laughs> their final investigation and they issued this report and our you know word referenced in the report they were they were researching things that we had already written about mm-hmm. George before they went in and I mean it's um but you know when we go in to interview somebody like that we don't go in looking for favors we don't go in looking no. f- you know for you know some kind of way that we can you listen know. we're just here for the truth yeah. like that's i just want to know your side of the story because i've already gotten the other side of the story right so if he was a you know a liberal democrat i would still have interviewed oh him yeah we would have film. asked we interviewed the abortionist we I mean, interviewed what, the abortionist what are you talking about and just in case you're wondering george klopper was a liberal democrat oh he, yeah he was know, he gave a lot of money to democrat candidates he openly told us that in his interview i oh, mean yeah. it's 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 really it's really amazing. Yeah, he uh, he hated. So you know, he, you know where where, and not to not to sound political, but let's just be honest here. You see, there is a party of death, yeah, and a party of life, and it's like it's your choice. You choose, you choose. I yeah. mean, I I can't I can't say it any other way. Yeah, and it's and, and it's a I I've stayed away from this, and and when I'm writing, I stay away from it. And in Inwood Drive, it's it's very apolitical. Yeah. I mean, we don't even we don't even reference people's parties. No, when we're when we're you know, it's not a political film at all. Um, but you just when you look at this, and you have to realize you can't close your eyes to the fact that that of the two parties. There's one party that in its party platform advocates for abortion. Mm-hmm. And that's the Democrat Party. And especially when you see the highest office in the land. I, I am like so sick mm. thinking, you know, Planned Parenthood just came out and supported is is backing Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. Yeah. You and know. then you've got Trump, who is the first president in history to go to the pro-life rally and speak. Yeah. I mean, the March for Life. Are you kidding? Yeah. It literally is life and death. Yeah. You know them by the company they keep. Ugh. And so while I while I say I don't like to get political, and when I say that I mean 
politics is the is the backstabbing inside you know mm-hmm. the right thing isn't going to be done because it's not good for for our image things like that i mean politics is like marketing mm-hmm. it's like hollywood it's that kind of stuff i hate but in, hey show me your friends and i'll show you your future yeah but in in light <laughs> of getting things done that need to be done i have no problem standing up and saying and you know what uh, i whatever Whatever you may think of what you've heard of somebody like Curtis Hill, I can tell you I've met the man, I've talked to him, we've interviewed mm-hmm. him, and I don't know about that stuff. I wasn't there, but I can tell you what he's done, mm-hmm. and he's done what he said he was going to do, mm-hmm. and he has been staunchly pro-life, mm-hmm. and he's, he's just doing the right thing, so I support that. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Man of integrity and character. Yeah. And we got to meet his wife and a couple mm-hmm. of three of his kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's just a he's just a regular guy, mm-hmm. but he's really looking really to good. do the right thing. Yeah, he's really good at what he you does. Know? And I'm glad to have him there and and hope that we can see him there for another term. Mm-hmm. But anyways, shifting gears on on the film. So we were going to talk a little bit about uh, chapter two of the book. So yeah. I wrote a companion book to the film. Inwood Drive, and the book is all of the stuff that's not in the film, right? Because <laughs> there's a lot. Because <laughs> there's a lot that you can't couldn't stuff into the film. And one of the one of the things that that we have been asked several times has has to do with um, film festivals and mm-hmm. people asking. So you know, are you gonna you gonna take the film to? Film festivals. How many festivals did we have the film in when all this hit? Ooh, I think there was at least a dozen yeah, that it a, was submitted was to. And then we had to pull it because they found the babies. Right. And I mean, that just like torpedoed everything. Yeah. So we had the film done. I mean, not not torpedoed. Fall. I mean, we knew that we had to go back. I mean, when, when, when Klopfer died, the abortionist, when he died, we paused knowing that all these festivals were coming up. But then um, just a couple, you know, a week, week, week and a half later, they find all the babies. And then we really had to pull it from everything. Yeah. So it just sort of, it, it was a <laughs> yeah. instant decision. So if you're not familiar with film festivals and this this whole thing, I'm going to give you just like a, a thumbnail sketch of it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, I think, don't really know what, what they are, what the point the of purpose. them is. Yeah. So a film festival, it's it's a cultural event, basically. And it used to be that there were just a few film festivals. Now you can basically find a film festival anywhere oh my goodness, in the world so many. at any time. Yeah. And because of that, um, they don't mean what they used to mean. Right. So from the standpoint of somebody producing an independent film. And when we say independent film, you're talking about a film that does not have a guaranteed uh, throughput, if you will, all the way to um, movie theater run and mm-hmm. home video and TV deal and things like that. So you're, that's all done by studios slash distributors. And distributors, like any other product, they're, they're companies that move product to the shelves or to the virtual shelves. And so distributors are, are on the high end. It's, it's Disney, it's universal in the middle ground. It's companies like Lionsgate. And, you know, so they'll, they'll produce some of their own and then they'll also license 
uh, or acquire product that's been produced independently mm-hmm. and companies like film rise and things like that. You'll, you'll see them, you know, these little logos that pop up at the beginning of the film. You go, I don't I have no idea who that is. Well, those are the distributors. Mm-hmm. So to a filmmaker who's producing a film independently, that means they, they can't, they're not getting their financing through a, a major studio. And, and this is 99.9% of films that are made are <laughs> yeah. done independently. Yeah. Right. The ones that you're familiar with, Star Wars and, you know, Hallmark movies, things like that. Those are those are done by major corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, but the majority of of films are produced independently, which means it's like any other any other business venture. You, you get venture capital and you and you put it together and then it's speculative. So you hope that you can then make your money back by either distributing it yourself or getting a distributor interested. Mm-hmm. This is where film festivals come in. So distributors, they don't want to take a chance on something that may not be proven. There's one of the biggest misconceptions about Hollywood is that there's a lot of visionary people. It just ain't true. <laughs> we always like to joke. If you want to understand a Hollywood acquisitions agent, you just have to think like an eight-year-old. And that's 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 about the mentality that they have. What does that guy have? I want that. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily looking for something new and innovative. They're looking for something that's just like what the other guy across town bought and made a million dollars on. Right. Which is why you see, you know, a million and one zombie movies and a million and two, you know, apocalypse films because... It's, you know, quote unquote, proven. Hey, formulas. don't forget about all the love stories. Love well, stories, I mean. right. There's there's proven formulas out there, <laughs> if you will. And so something that is that is against the grain, um, that's, you know, edgy, kind of not something you would see. Uh, that's your independent films. And so independent films need to get noticed. And the way that they do that is through things called film festivals. Mm-hmm. And so the film festivals look for these edgy films that are going to get, you know, bear in mind, film festivals, a cultural event, and they want people to come in and come to their festival and sip lattes and talk about, you know, how avant-garde they are because they've discovered this new talent. <laughs> yeah. And so the the film festival directors are looking for stuff. That, okay. No, so what, so what you're saying is Inwood Drive doesn't really fit that bill. So into, yes, to fast forward, <laughs> Inwood Drive does not fit that bill at all. Is it, is it different? Yes. Uh-huh. Is it something now let's think of as, as Rush Limbaugh would call them the art and croissant crowd. <laughs> are they interested in a film exposing the crimes of the abortion industry? <laughs> <laughs> since, since most of them are, you know, out West in Hollywood and no, the yeah, big ones. not, not so much. <laughs> so, uh, and, and the reason that I know about this is I've, I've had, I've had films in festivals. My, my first film went to the Sundance Film Festival and won. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got a distributor. We won the Sundance Film Festival and then got Sony Pictures to pick it up and uh-huh. shabam, you've got a movie and release. Mm-hmm. Um, Inwood Drive is not that. No. So <laughs> so to so, answer that question. To see what we're going to do with it next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord has other plans. Yes. So to answer that question of uh, what about film festivals, we, when we had the film done the first time, we thought that festivals might be part of that. 
mm-hmm. we had it entered into about a dozen. I think it's about a dozen. And then when the story started to change, when they discovered the babies, we went and we withdrew the film from every single festival. Mm-hmm. And then we knew that this was well, not there was going one to that actually a... asked us if we would still consider. It. We're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. So there were a couple that were. So there's the major, the vast majority of film festivals are not looking for Christian content. Oh no, at all. There are no. a handful of Christian film festivals. How many of us sit and complain about there's nothing good to watch? Right. I mean, <laughs> and there's a whole other discussion you can have on you know the usefulness or, or not of film festivals. <laughs> but <laughs> In our case, that was part of the original plan. The Lord had other plans. And so, no, it will not be running in any festivals anytime soon. So, um, so chapter two of the book, uh, in Wood Drive is just really about kind of an overview of what the whole story is of Inwood Drive and the story of George Klopfer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, basically, you're talking about a man who, you know, George, as you've heard us talk about many times before, he, he's, he was born in Germany, um, grew up in World War II, and that made a profound impact on him. His family came over to the U.S., and he had uh, every opportunity in the world, graduated in 1959, um, from high school and went off to medical school in Chicago and quickly was seduced with the ease and the money of the abortion mm-hmm. trade. And, um, he worked his way into, um, Gary, Indiana. And then so at first it was South Bend, Indiana, and then Gary, Indiana, and then Fort Wayne, Indiana, mm-hmm. and eventually took over the practices in all three. And, uh, uh, so we, we talk about the history spe- more specifically of the Fort Wayne Clinic because that's what Inwood Drive focuses that's, yeah, on. Yeah, that's where he really got shut down and caused the ripple effect right. through the state. Right. And because Allen County, Allen County was it was known as the second largest abortion desert in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that was really, um, really what prompted us to try to understand much like this whole delegate thing, you know, you, you, someone introduces you to something and you're like, well, how does that work? And it it really was a news article. And I'm like, what, how does I live here? Fort Wayne, Indiana, you know, second largest abortion desert in the United States. How is that possible? So, you know, you start asking questions and one thing leads to another and now you've got a, you've got a whole story. Right. And, and so that's, (laughs) it's kind of crazy how things work. Yeah, so the story then we're in would drive as the the movie really comes in is it it tells some of that history of that original downtown clinic mm-hmm. and you kind of introduce George but it's really a, deals with his demise which came after he he thought he was one-upping the pro-lifers by moving from his clinic from downtown where they had now occupied the building right next door to his. Mm-hmm. And he moved out of there. Part of that was because there was legislation that he was running from where he would have to modernize the building. He didn't want to do that. Um, and so he bought his own building out in the suburbs in a, on, on a street called Inwood Drive. And it was right directly behind in uh, Statewood Baptist Church. Yeah. And that's really where the, the film story starts. 
the biggest mistake George ever made in his all of his years of practice was putting his clinic that close to a Bible believing yeah. <laughs> gospel preaching yeah. church like Statewood Baptist because mm-hmm. his clinic only lasted a little over seven years there and yeah. it, over 30 years downtown. Yeah. And just over seven out on Inwood Drive. Mm-hmm. But the way that, that everything started to come unraveled for him was that there was legislation passed at the county level called the Patient Safety Ordinance that required itinerant physicians, including abortionists, to have a backup physician because there was a rash of really pretty horrendous injuries mm-hmm. that, you know, women who had had botched abortions and severe complications because of Klopfer. Yeah. That were showing up in the emergency room that caught the attention of Dr. Jeff Cly, a local OBGYN, and he got involved. So they passed this legislation and Jeff, Dr. Cly, ended up having to step up to be Klopfer's backup, which was very controversial. Um, he still gets a lot of a lot of blowback yeah. for that because he's been accused of, well, you were his backup. Well, you were because doing people abortions. just, until you take the time to understand, I think it's, it's a very, um, it's sort of a misleading mm-hmm. title, but as it is, that's the way it was written. Um, yeah. So you can understand why people kind of hesitate and, yeah. and, and it and explains in the book that, that, I mean, Jeff, at no time did Jeff, he's never done an abortion. He wasn't doing abortions right. for Klopfer. Nothing really changed other than he was the one that the hospitals would call when a woman would come in with post-abortive injuries. He was the one who would get the call. Post-abortive, meaning they already had the abortion done right. procedure by Klopfer. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all that that really meant. And it mm-hmm. meant that they could start documenting it. And so document they did, and um, what they found was that Klopfer was doing abortions on underage girls and not reporting it to Mm -hmm. CPS, Child Protective Services, and basically covering up child sexual abuse. And the thing is, you know, and what we've what we've seen and what we've learned through doing this is, you know, this is happening all across America. Mm -hmm. This is not an isolated incident. And so that's why it was really important for us to kind of you know, shine this light mm-hmm. on this matter because he was successfully shut down and it, he was successfully shut down across the state, not just his clinic, but there was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is hope. I mean, this can be done in other states and people just need to start paying attention to their local government and, and offices yeah, and it, supporting those pro-life leaders. Yeah. I saw it, you know, it really all comes back to that is that, the story of Inwood Drive overall is it's about Klopfer's demise and it's and it gives closure to the story of the babies yep. as they were found. And, and, and there's a whole chapter in the book on Curtis Hill and his involvement, which we'll get to later. But the most important lesson that we learned in all of this, which goes back to our, our uh, role this past week, being delegates was the the intense importance of getting involved and um you know you're not going to affect change by arguing with people on facebook oh no just stop just (laughs) just don't even bother (laughs) you know who has ever had their mind changed by you know all caps 
<laughs> Pounding I'll, on the keyboard. I'll show you. I'll, I'll pound it out in all caps. That doesn't help. Uh, it doesn't help when people do it to you, and it doesn't help when we do it back to them. So um, the story of Inwood Drive is really – there's a lot of lessons to take away from it, but the, I think the biggest lesson that we took away from it is – Voting pro-life at every level is so important and getting involved where you can get involved. And I hate politics too, but this is not politics. This is about leading, being involved. It's it's, it's not even just leading. I mean, I, for me so much anymore, I look at our children and I Mm -hmm. think what world are they going to grow up in if we don't stand now? And people, you know what? People don't just magically step into high positions. No. You know, you can even look at Donald Trump and say, oh, well, he never held an office before that. Yeah, but he had a track record going. That's why people voted for him. Yeah, absolutely. He has a track record. It wasn't in the political arena, and that's why people voted for him. Mm -hmm. But he had a track record of being successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the same thing with, you know, with candidates uh, when they start at the local level. There's virtually... No, no office holders that didn't start at a lower level mm-hmm. at some point. And that lower level is where you could have gotten in there and gotten to know them and supported them or not supported them. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can affect change on a grand scale. It reminds me of there's the, the line in, um, in, you know, I just rearranged my movie posters in my office. And I, I have, because I, a long time ago, I was an assistant manager at a movie theater. And so I have all these great original movie posters. And the one that I have that I love the most is Schindler's List. And there's this great line in Schindler's List uh, when at the end, and Oscar Schindler is, is escaping and all of the the workers at his factory, they made him a ring and on the, on the ring, there's an inscription and they explained to him that the inscription says, he who saves one life saves the world in time. Mm-hmm. And love that. I love that. And I, I, I think that's, and when, when we think of doing a film like Inwood Drive and getting involved in supporting candidates who can make a difference, I think mm-hmm. of that because one life changes the world in time. Yeah. So. So with that, thank you guys. Thank you for listening today and taking time out of your day to join us. Um, just remember, we all have a job to do and you can help affect the change you'd like to see in this world. So we encourage you, if you're not already registered to vote, please do so. Please do. Please do. I mean, we don't we don't like politics either, but you got to vote. <laughs> Every vote counts. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. That's right. All right, till next time. And we'll see you guys on Facebook. All right. See you soon. Bye.